A quick note for our lovely listeners. In this episode, we discuss a scene that some folks may find upsetting or uncomfortable. We mark this part of the podcast with Pat burping. So when you hear that sound, feel free to skip ahead about seven minutes. Thanks for listening. On with the show. Welcome back to Kale Punchers, where the beer is warm, the women cold, and the bullets fly thick. I am the deputy, Stu Kaufman. And I am glad that there was a banjo in this movie. I'm Amy McLeod. I'm doing push-ups in a river, just to soak my shirt, though. My name is Pat Jarrett. And that's not how corsets work. My name is Melissa Huggins. And today we watched, from 2006, Banditas, directed by Joaquin Roning and Espen Sandberg. Starring Penelope Cruz, Salma Hayek, and Steve Zahn. And this was unmovie. It was a movie. <laughs> the, the pictures were moving. This movie was good, and then it made you feel like it was touching yep. you inappropriately. Because it, it was. <laughs> yes. Yes. First it was uh, Dwight Yoakam's face, and then it was other things. Okay, but that, anyway. was, that was Dwight Yoakam cosplaying as Grima Wormtongue. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what that was. That's probably why I like Dwight Yoakam in this one. What he reminded me of, because of course I had Wild Wild West like in my head as I was watching this movie. I was like, oh, he's just mm-hmm. trying to do a creepier version of Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> a better version, a better version I might um, say. Certainly a much better southern accent than Kenneth Branagh's. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's not hard because it's... It was still a little oh, yeah. Kentucky fried. Like, it was but just that's be like, Dwight Yoakam. Well, I mean, come I was on. Like, Once I track down those two banditas, I'm going to make sure I fill them up with my $5 fill-up. That was some pop culture lowbrow referencing there, and I, I'm, I'm all right with this. Also, I, I liked Dwight Yoakam with this, just because... He was, you know, he was a villain. He did villainy things. He did He did his job. He was creepy and he was gross and I was, I felt threatened by him. And I'm like, you're doing your job. Good work. But before we get too derailed, Amy, you want to tell us what happened in this here picture show? Sure. Uh, I will give us a brief rundown of the plot. It's a pretty short movie. It's only about 90 minutes. Uh, basically, this story is of how two women... They attempt to right the wrongs done by a greedy bank by robbing banks. So our key players, we have Mr. Jackson, played by Dwight Yoakam. He works for Tyler. <laughs> he works for the New York bank that wants to invest in and build a railroad throughout Mexico. So he is tasked with sort of making sure they get all the land, and he is kind of doing that by taking over the banks then taking over the mortgages on the land that he needs and either bullying or straight up shooting uh, the people into selling their land to him for a single peso so not a cool dude no then we have maria played by penelope cruz she's a plucky farm girl whose father's land was stolen from her and he got shot also by dwight yoakam 
Uh, and she is very good with the shooting, and she can talk to horses. So keep an eye on her. <laughs> then we've got Sarah, played by Selma Hayek, uh, who is the daughter of Don Diego, which I was so excited when it was like, oh, her father's Don Diego. I thought we were going to have I had the Zorro. same thought. Oh. I was like, that Don Diego? <laughs> I know, I was like, is it that Don Diego? And the fact that he's like, oh, I just sent her away to school in Europe, and now she's back. I'm like, it's just like Zorro, but with Selma Hayek. Chill. That, we need Lady Zorro, Selma yes. Hayek movie. Second Anyway, but. What, what, just, just, question, is that Zorro? Maybe. However she wants to do it. I don't care, I want to see it. Poor Sarah, her father, Don Diego, is murdered by Mr. Jackson. What she brings to the table is she's a very highly educated fancy lady and she's very good with throwing knives and also she's good with like the leaping around and a little bit of parkour type stuff. We gotta have a jumpy person. Yeah, we gotta it's is it a western without a jumpy boy or girl? She also is yeah. very uh good with her with horses as well. Western troops. So essentially this is what happens this movie is what happens when you piss off two horse girls. Wow. You know, uh, some pieces coming this together makes a lot of sense. Oh man, it dang it! It happens every so often. Mel, you're spot on. What the hell? Um, so Sarah and Maria, they don't get along at first due to their differing backgrounds. You know, Maria being poor farm girl, Sarah being fancy lady. Maria thinks Sarah Sarah is too stuck up and out of touch and doesn't care about the people. And then uh, Sarah pretty much thinks Maria is just dumb and not good at anything because she didn't go to school. Um, but through their mutual hatred of Mr. Jackson and once uh, Sarah kind of sees what the people of Mexico are, that they are suffering, they team up and decide to rob every bank that Mr. Jackson has taken over and to help use that money to help the people who have been hurt. So along the way, they're trained by a former bank robber, Mr. Buck, who puts them through a pretty hilarious training montage, and then we never see him again. <laughs> I thought for sure. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. He's like, I'm going to miss you, ladies. Well, and adios, friend. Never saw him again. Uh, they Also along the way, they pick up Mr. Quentin Cook, who was sent from New York to use his fledgling criminal science magic to track down the banditas. They kidnap him uh, to see what he knows about Sarah's father's death. Oh, uh, and then when he hears of the plight of the people and what's really going on with the bank, he decides to help. There's a lot more going on with Quentin. I'm not going to get into it right now. All I have to say is, ugh. Quentin aside, we are treated to some awesome bank robberies. This this movie did really well with some of the, the bank uh, robbery scenes. We have a cool bank explosion and a sort of Mission Impossible-ish style robbery. We end with a very awesome train robbery with some super cool slow motion action scenes. Our banditas defeat Mr. Jackson with Sarah firing the fatal Pat blow. has feelings. At the very end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the very end, Quentin is reunited with his fiance. Sarah and Maria become legends and ride off into the sunset with plans to perhaps move to Europe and start robbing those banks. Which I don't know how successful they're going to be. Because I don't know if they're going to bring their horses. I think they ship them. them. They would be on... Haven't you ever seen the Black Stallion? A boat. That's how they end up on the island, because the horse is on the boat. Oh, you know, you're right. I just... Well, and they got money, because they've been robbing Mm -hmm. all the banks. 
All right. Yeah, I was like, that's going to be expensive. They're just farm. Wait a second. Plot of the movie. Also, at this point, I'd be fairly certain now that Tyler is out of, or whatever his name was. Yeah, Tyler Jackson's out of the way. Penelope Cruz will actually be able to inherit all of her father's money like she's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And he looked freaking loaded. That was a nice house. Yeah. That was was government Mm -hmm. official money. Oh, yeah. A a fine hacienda. Yes. First... Uh, first thing I want to address, I'd like to address is when this movie was good, it had something I would like to call BSE, big spaghetti. <gasps> yes. Energy. Oh yes. my God. Yes. Agreed. From moment one, I was like, this feels like a spaghetti and I wish they still made movies like this. Even at the end, there was a nice quick zoom and I was like, yep. There we go. There it is. What I liked about the movie was I thought it was paced really well, much like a spaghetti. It like there there was no ling. Well, there was one scene where they did some lingering that they that I was like newsbrand, um, which we'll talk about. <laughs> but for most of the movie, it was like boom, 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 boom. One scene after another, the plot just moved a million like. Uh, but I could. St- I kept saying to Ben, yeah. "This plot is moving fast, but I am following all of it. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm having fun." Um, there is no uh, unnecessary mm-hmm. exposition. Yeah, I did like the one cut with uh, like the the initial scene was Quentin using his like uh, criminal science magic to figure out what happened and he was kind of at the end he's like well there's just one more person i have to convince and quick cut to like some guy going like i'm convinced i convinced each and every one of them now there's only one more person you have to convince i'm convinced that was good that's yeah. that's a yeah. that's a spaghetti thing here like oh uh, it's great like that yeah that whole beginning like whatever the first 20 30 minutes of this movie i was I... like mm-hmm. This I is amazing. Penelope Cruz uh, playing whatever game it was with her horse. You cheated. I wasn't concentrating. That, that would be the uh, the old Mexican folk game of tic tac toe. But they're just like. <laughs> uh, I believe you. I believe you mean tic tac hoof. Oh, and this is why you don't play tic tac toe with a horse because they'll kick your throat out, <laughs> as illustrated in the other hacienda scene. Oh. They were not playing any kind of tic-tac-toe, though, and that was a deserved kick in the throat. That was... <laughs> he got kicked into space. I was about to say, was that, that guy was launched. From the planet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how do you think we got the Mercury astronauts into space the first time? <laughs> they got the biggest horse they could find and pissed mm-hmm. it off. Yeah, yeah they yeah. just like riled up a, a Clydesdale. Um, and then <laughs> Buzz said, Aldrin like, was not a great uh, pilot. He just was really adept at pissing horses off. <laughs> Hey, you dumb horse. <laughs> Why the long face? Amateur horse, <laughs> <to> Amateur horse. <laughs> Speaking of which, we can all talk to horses, but Mel, tell us, would they talk back? Or would they, you know, ignore us? I which mean, is my experience. It's much like cats. <laughs> like, you know how they always say, like, it's really difficult to study cats because... Uh, they like will decide when yeah they will decide <laughs> when they want to interact with you. Horses can be like that as well, um, but except this cat can kick the head <laughs> off your shoulders. <laughs> they're like they're you really got to think of horses as like giant dogs. You know they're like giant dogs who who have minds of their own and that just weigh a thousand pounds and. Can can kick your throat out.
we we have to admire those two horses, especially Penelope Cruz's. They were beautiful horses. Like I Pretty was, horses. I was like, this is this is great. These are really beautiful horses. I'm like, I'm I love this relationship they have. This is, I'm all for this. I love that it was like, yes. The one, <laughs> okay, can we talk about the bank robbery where they make it explode? Wait, no, was it that one? What was what was the one what was the one where the guy or all I could think of was the Lee Van Cleef movie where they kept going sell it. Sell it. And the <laughs> That was the yep. one where it exploded. Oh, and the horse on the yes. roof. Yeah, they yes, blew the, the roof, roof off it. Yes. I just love the idea of like oh does it God. sound like there's a horse on the roof? No. Right after no. the bank guy has just gotten through telling I think it's Penelope Cruz in in disguise with Quentin and he's like and the safe is bolted into the ground which is three feet of solid rock ben and i look thing. at each other and we just go salad salad <laughs> all right yeah big spaghetti energy because okay like mm-hmm. a horse a horse walking up a ladder like a rickety ladder like to the roof like a horse we watched a horse do that in this movie. Like, yeah. well, I'm just a horse. I'm just going to walk up this ladder. I I was looking at that, and I was trying to figure out if that was CGI or if that was just a reinforced, like, something that looked like a ladder that the horse could go up. Yeah. Probably the ladder. Ha! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a question about that robbery, too. And, th- and this, so... They made a point at the end when they kind of had Dwight Yoakam cornered and they were both like, I don't think I can kill a man. Me neither. But I could have sworn she shot like six guys right? in the bank robbery where they blew it up. And with a with a blowgun, right? That was that one? Well, no, the, there was one where she had a shotgun and the dudes oh, were coming in through the window and she freaking murked them. Yeah, sure. Never mind, she blew up the building. Also, <laughs> I, have, I have a serious question about yes. those mechanics. They blew up the building. Were they, were the, was the horse no, off the, the roof? No, the horse was on the, the hor- roof because they used the horse to pull them up. Uh-huh. So you're blowing up the, the same roof yes. the horse is on? Yeah, you just moved a couple steps to the left. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah stru- you don't need a structural integrity. <laughs> Never mind that they were hiding inside of a safe. Which, I, maybe, but also, like, I'm pretty sure the reverberations of the explosion would cause their heads to explode. Right, right. <laughs> like, that was not just one stick of dynamite. That was I... a bundle. Like, that was enough, <laughs> that was enough to, like, get you through the Blue Ridge Tunnel, <laughs> right? But, you know, this that's why this is big spaghetti energy, because oh, yeah. the same line of logic that goes into the exploding yeah, book in I... Audio Sabata. <laughs> I didn't care. I was like, yeah, this is fine. I'm yeah. Not- yeah. At that point, yeah. I was starting to have a little bit of fun again. Right. This is yeah. after the... Like it- uh, I mean, are we going to... Let's, when- let's yeah. get into it. Let's, yeah, let's dive into let's it. Let's get into it. So do you want to explain what happens in the plot, Amy? And then we'll uh, discuss? Or- yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly go over the scene. So and also, there is warning point- to people out there, it, it, it is an assault. Yes. It is. So, yes. so if you want to fast forward through it, uh, fast forward from the point of my belch. <laughs> yes. And fast yeah. through uh, through the movie at the point yeah. of a butt. Once you see the butt, <laughs> so, just jump forward like 15 skip. minutes. 
skip until yeah. you see Quentin yep. fully clothed again, and you'll be mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but basically, so Sarah's father dies. She is told he had a heart attack. Um, then they start robbing the banks or whatever, and they get Quentin, who is supposed to—he's there to try and catch them. And he discovers that Don Diego was poisoned. So he thinks that Sarah not only is going out robbing banks, but possibly she murdered her father. So he's looking for her at the church, and then they kind of overhear this. So they're like, we got to get, we got to talk to this guy to figure out, he knows something about my dad. So they find out what hotel he's staying at. And Sarah and Maria dress up like brothel ladies and dancing girls dancing ladies in some ridiculous costumes yeah and i wasn't i'll talk about it i'll talk about it keep going amy okay but anyway so they go in there and i think they're they're like oh well we'll seduce him and he's kind of like i have a fiance and i just got out of the bath so like please get out of here uh they subsequently pull guns on him and then they're like they tie him to the bed he is naked and they basically have some guy with a camera bust in and they take some pictures in like some, you know, compromising positions and be like, hey, we'll send these to the newspaper if you don't, you know, help us. Uh, and then they proceed to have a. <sighs> they have a discussion about. So it comes up that Penelope Cruz's character has apparently never kissed or been with a man. And Salma Hayek's character is like, well, if you kiss a man, he should never forget it, right? And should never, if you do do it it right. right. yeah. And so then they then proceed to straddle, full straddle. Take turns. Take turns straddling Quentin's character and kissing him aggressively, despite him saying no. And the, the part that sort of bothered me was when he starts to like it because then it's like well of course he's if he's a man he's gonna like two women doing this to them to him even though he has said no repeatedly several times also has a fiance and Mm. they pulled a gun on him yeah it's one of those things that it was like i wonder if it's similar to how in older movies in like the 60s 50s and 60s where like a man would just pick up a woman and start spanking her and that was like oh haha funny is this the the aught version of like oh this is funny and not horrifying yeah it, 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 there's something i realized about pop culture from around the we'll say late 90s to mid aughts where that it's like that no homo humor and like there's like consent is amorphous Mm -hmm. you know and it's if the people are hot of course of course then it's amorphous and if it's if people aren't hot then it's assault right right yeah and it's it's really gross it's really gross and yeah yeah uh, that's a problem with a lot of um culture from this era and i think um, there's that Woodstock 99 documentary on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. That was, what a shit show. But they, they there's a segment in it where they talk about, around this era, like, American Pie was a popular mm-hmm. movie. And, like, you look at bands like Limb Bizkit, who is who were, like, you know, the, the male sexual id of that era. And it's like, there is nothing consensual about that shit. So... 
I was, so Ben and I watched it together and I was trying to, through the beginning of the movie, I was trying to figure out how male, how male gazy it was because it's Salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz. They're, they are incredibly beautifully, beautiful women. And if you watch any of their movies, you know, again, Wild Wild West, every, it's tits and ass, right? They're very objectified. And I'm watching it and I'm like, well, they're, you know, they are wearing these like bustiers and the, and at least Penelope Cruz or her boobs were mostly out. Her shoulders were out, but they early in the movie, they're very much focusing on their faces. You know, it's not lingering Mm -hmm. on their bodies. The one where I was like, "Mm," was when they were in the river doing the (laughs) pushups. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, Oh, "Mm," that was like, this is not great, but uh, you know, that's like the first kind of where I was like, "Mm." And then it gets to this kissing, this assault scene, call it like I see it, right? And I'm like, this, this to me is like a very toxic male gaze. Like, of course a man would want to be tied to a bed naked with two beautiful women fawning all over him. And as soon as that happened, my enjoyment like just like sank like a stone. Even the pacing in that scene Cause like, like I said, it's like so rapid fire. It's like boom, 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 boom. No lingering on anything. And then suddenly we have this weird, awful kissing scene an assault scene that we linger in for like 10 minutes. It felt like it went on way too long. And I was like, I am so uncomfortable. And yeah, that kissing thing kept coming back up, which that was Pissed killing me, me. Gross. that's one of my notes i'm like will you stop kissing quentin leave him and, alone and, it's, and he like Seriously. is in he's like also inviting it in a way like like he he it was it was very weird and it was like he was introduced as a character with this moment with both of them attracted to him and having this competition over who can kiss better as a way to create conflict between the two of them um, to kind of drive them apart in their friendship when you already have the conflict of that can come up between them, which is like educated, uneducated or high class, low mm-hmm. class. You already have those conflicts. Why do we have to introduce this male character and essentially have these two women assault him? But of course, in that era is thinking, like you said, Pat, that's not assault because women don't assault men, quote unquote. Right. You know, <laughs> I think. I think I'd rather watch the pissing scene. Honest to God. My name is Because I feel like I feel like the weird whistling that nobody was doing was actually helping <laughs> that train engineer to pee. So <laughs> like mm-hmm. so there was, was purpose. purpose yes. There was consent. <laughs> there was right. no consent and it was just uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Like it's it, the, the pacing change was the most noticeable, and it picks back up after this. Totally, oh, yeah. does. Mm-hmm. just in the yeah. it's like why, why? And up until that point, like one of the one of the things I I commented on my notes that I really enjoyed is that they almost had like a sister like quality between the two of them, which is fun, and I really <laughs> liked that, like 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 shoving each other, and that was funny, and then and then the brothel like. Like okay, they take the, the the pictures, got it, and then, uh oh. 
I think I think I think what happened was the writers were like, well, what conflicts do women have? You know, clearly they've already resolved the conflict of like their class conflict. Right. You know, so that can never come up again. Um, So what's the one thing that women always fight over? Men. Therefore, we need to give them a conflict. So we have to put a man in there. Which they had a great conflict with that sister energy. Right? Just build on that. Find anybody in the crew who had a sibling and be like, all right, what yeah. did you argue over? And also, <laughs> like, yes, they they form the partnership during the um, montage, but they continue to be snippy at each other. And you can yeah. still build in that sense of like, okay, things are going good. Something has shifted. Maria keeps saying we got to do it for the people. What if Sarah is like, you know, we've gone into I'm done. I'm done. I want to go yeah. to Europe. Like that's that's all the conflict you need. You don't need mm-hmm. to shoehorn in shoehorn in this this love triangle, which makes no sense. And they even gave him a fiance, mm-hmm. and like nothing really they, happened with that, that at then, all. She yeah, was that wallpaper. he then goes off with. Like yeah. what I would oh, yeah. loved for her, and I was so disappointed was in the train fight when they're fighting. Um, I wanted her to pick up something or do something that would sort of have her take charge of the scene. Because then to me, it would make sense why he loves her. Because if he's attracted to, you know, Penelope Cruz and Selma Hayek's characters because they're these, like, tough women who shooty-shoot and throw knives and are bank robbers... She would be the similar sort of thing. Like, yes, she looks like she's made out of cotton candy, but she'll, like, fuck you up. And that would have been so yeah. funny if she, like, realized it was him and, like, turned around and, like, fucking squeezed Dwight Yoke's right. head off. Like, not my <laughs> yeah. man. Like, that would have been amazing. Picks up a fork, just flings it, hits him in the eye. And then they'd be and like, oh. would have had, like, a great finishing school joke. Like, like Penelope Cruz yeah, oh, could have, yeah. like, turned to Selma Hayek if and gone, like, Oh, did she go to the same finishing school you went to? What do they teach you over in those right? schools? You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is an unfortunate thing that's happened. So this is our second Selma Hayek movie where we're trying to fix it. I know. The other thing I would have done is changed, like, the sniping of the first half before they have the training montage turns into good-natured ribbing mm-hmm. in the second. Yeah. That yes. would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yep. But instead we got an ass, a big fuck ass. Like if it had stopped at the pictures, because that plot, okay, he's got a fiance, yada yada, right? Still not great, but it was after that. And I, I did think it was funny. Like when I, when I, when I still, when I was still riding the high (laughs) when they walk in and he's in the towel and the towel falls and it's like, oh, there's. There's hands up. There's, hands there's up. something there. <laughs> um, and we just get a full on shot of his butt. I thought I thought to myself, like, oh, wow. Like, we're not seeing their butts. We're getting he's the one being objectified, which for a movie where where from, from 2006, 2006. also <laughs> the previous Salma Hayek movie we've seen where one of the jokes was that's a breath of fresh ass. And we see her bare yeah. butt. This was like, oh, what a yeah. nice kind of like reversal of that, where the male character is in a way being objectified, like she was in Wild Wild West, and then it just went all to hell. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and I want to talk about his character a bit because he's the first character we really meet in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're selling us on, look, he knows science and he can figure stuff out. Like he's Mr. CSI. Look at this uh, dork. And like, <laughs> I thought for sure his CSI stuff would come up again. And it did not. I mean, aside from like like finding that the wine was poison, that was about it. Yeah, but once he joins up with the with the ladies, none of his skills come up. I was like, you could have cut his character. Yeah, it's completely. also like he shows up and they both suddenly become dumb. Like, and in particular, when um, he is having the conversation with Penelope Cruz and she's looking through his little kit of stuff. And he's explaining mm-hmm. each of it, each of the items to her. I think it's like a, a microscope and fingerprints. And the way he explains it to her, it's like she's a toddler. Like, I understand yeah. she is supposed to be the uneducated character, like no formal education. Right? Mouse. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. she's not, she's, she's not stupid. She's yeah, because it's like oh, I, that microscope you use it to see things that are small, and she's like like, like thoughts, like yeah. a thoughts, and I was like, girl, like you've seen small things before, <laughs> like right. a grain of sand, perhaps. Yeah, and it almost feels like he's the one planning the bank heists, not them. When it's like they've been doing just fine up until this point. Uh just fine i mean like there was that whole arc of them like the first robbery was kind of bumbling and then they go train with buck you know and i kind of liked that the skill learning of how to rob banks i kind of liked. i that loved plot. the the montage <laughs> i was okay with the, oh, the montage yeah. Yeah. i would have preferred if instead of Quint, like I love the idea of because to me it's kind of like the inventor guy from mm-hmm. Wild Wild West. It's like they were trying to redo yeah. Wild Wild West kind <laughs> of, and I'm like that could be fun for him to come up with some kind of inventive way to to figure something out. But I think I would have preferred get mm-hmm. rid of Quentin and have Mister Buck just yeah. tag along as the third person, and then it that would be funny if they if they still want to do their dress up heist. Because then he'd be extra uncomfortable. It's like, that is not how I do stuff. But, okay, ladies, if you think this is going to work, okay. Quincy needed to be more of a damsel in distress. He he was not... Yeah. He was supposed to be fish out of water. And he wasn't. It's like, he took to this and was like, yep. Here we go. Yeah, I'm fine exactly. with this. He, he was at, like, a, a dork level. And then it and then it dropped away of the dorkiness. We see him riding at one point uh, a stubborn burrow. I was all about that. I was like, "Yes, put him on the mule. This is great." And then, yeah. and then suddenly he has a horse, and he's he became cool. He he wasn't supposed to mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah, this 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 man is not cool. The man's uh, crime slides were uh, adorned, right? Like this this dude mm-hmm. is not cool. Like what a right. nerd. He is a nerd. This this guy writes fan fiction. If you had cut <laughs> him completely out of the movie, and the weird kissing stuff. It would have been great. It it would have it would have oh, kept yeah. the momentum, and it would have been really fun. Can I also I also have a bone to pick about the photography scene? Of oh please, because they're they're shooting glass plates, like rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, everybody hold still. Yeah, and then he's like, bam, bam, bam. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. 
Like, sorry, wrong technology. <laughs> nice try, bucko. You don't have a motor drive on glass plate cameras, y'all. <laughs> Having sat for a couple of those, like, tintype prints, yeah, no, it <laughs> takes time. <laughs> yeah, and they develop it there. It's not like he's going, it's like, where, where, no. Like, he's just, no, no, no. no. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, I think the other thing that could have improved this movie, going to go out of limb here, a Van Cleef. <gasps> I mean, uh. what can't a Van Cleef? Look, let me tell you, <laughs> if you could remake this movie mm-hmm. and have Lee Van Cleef be the guy that puts them through the training. Yes. Oh, or be- yeah. my uh. God. Yeah. Perfect world. Mm-hmm. Lee Van Cleef as uh. Buck. <laughs> oh, that would have yeah. been my great. God! Especially that scene where they first introduce Buck. And they're like, "Have you seen these women?" And he's like, "Oh, you can make a handkerchief out of that if you get a couple more pieces." Hey, take your foot out of my door. What are you gonna do if I don't? I'm gonna fucking shoot you. Like, and he had his like that was beautiful guy's face. Yeah, not not, not just like, yeah. not just in his face, in his nose, in which his I nostril. thought was great. <laughs> I want to see Cleef do that. Yeah, yeah. I want the Cleef. Give me the Cleef. <laughs> um so things to go back to things that i liked things yeah let's because, let's be positive because there were there were things that i liked a lot um i loved that um Selma Hayek's character got the hiccups every time she held a gun. That was funny. Um, that was I like that, that she. Funny. I like that they were like, you know what, guns just don't work for you. Here, have some knives. And I was like, <laughs> I yes, love that too. This is great. Yeah. Um, I yeah. loved Penelope Cruz's relationship with her horse. That this horse, like the horse, the flirting horse, the flirting moment with the horse. Oh the my fu- god. Yeah. That's the romantic tension that this movie needed. Like, yeah, that's right. all it the needed. horse is supposed to be. Hold- mm-hmm. Penelope Cruz's horse is supposed to be holding a rope that I think they're hanging off the other end. Climbing they're climbing, across. yeah. In in like uh-huh. full view oh, yeah. of the fire, <laughs> um, lit beautifully, and, and the horse. Oh yeah, like, great scene. Starts to flirt with another horse, and like it was making the little like ding sound as they were making the other horse like wink. <laughs> Making eyes, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "That's yeah. great. I love that." Um, and I and I really liked their relationship, but I think that's also easy because Penelope Cruz and Salma Hayek are like besties in real life. Oh, how do you like that? Oh, cool. That's great. Uh, one thing that I liked uh, that I first was like, "What the hell is this?" But then it was like, "Oh yeah, big spaghetti energy." Was the uh, they were panning across the wall? I think it was what Selma Hayek. Yeah, there's a photo. Of, uh, I should say poorly photoshopped. Let's just go ahead and say poorly photoshopped photo of her on ice skates. And I'm like, where the where in Mexico is she? Is this broad gonna go ice skating? Like, she sorry, w- pardon she w- pardon the slur there, but I'm like, where are you gonna go ice skating in Mexico? Obviously. Like they don't have Abroad. an Olympic figure skating team. Like, yeah. What What is this? And of yeah. course it came back. Like of course it I did. I did like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, but with a callback to like, oh, we robbed a bank because she can walk in ice skates. I'm like, fair, fair. That's that's BSE. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. <laughs> Chekhov's ice skates. <laughs> Can't show me those ice skates in the first. You gotta act. use them in the second. Yeah. So we got. <laughs> yeah. So here on Cow Punchers, we have explored the concept of. Uh, Chekhov's 
ice skates, and Chekhov's howitzer. <laughs> Chekhov's howitzer. <But> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, and yeah, the, 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 it was it was a romp for sure. Mm-hmm. This whole film mm-hmm. was a romp, except for the sex stuff and the bullshit. Yeah. You know, yeah. that the stuff that done. dated it. It grinded terribly. it to a halt. Yeah, you cut that out, and the movie, like you could, yeah, you could come up with any other way. They could just straight up kidnap yeah. him, and if that, if they wanted to keep I, him for the rest I of the also, movie. I also, I mm-hmm. also did enjoy like the priest. I thought was a great character. Was it Father was Pablo? Yeah, um, I enjoyed that. <laughs> when when Quentin comes to him, he's like, "Yeah, no," and the, Quentin's like, "Oh, the church is closed." I thought the uh, house of God was open to all people at all times. It is, but uh, God is not at home right now. He's down the road at the orphanage. Like, I'll tell him you yeah. said hi. <laughs> I'll talk and later. Like, I don't think that's how God works. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but you're uh, the yeah, priest. You're the priest. You. I mean, you know. And I also liked the the uh, kind of raw, raw Mexico energy. Um, I like yeah, that yeah. it's like the people coming together and that kind of stuff. Right. Right. The patty. The 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 when the police are taking them away and they're in the wagon, and uh, the crowd assembles to free them. It's it, like I thought it was Buck. <gasps> Me too. Who was I did save too. Them. But I love the reveal that it was like, no, it's the people. You're doing right. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Like, you're never going to see Buck yeah. again. Don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> again. He's gone. Imagine big spaghetti energy I mean, there. You know, I would have been okay with, like, Buck riding away. But then at, like, the very, very, yeah. very end, like, he's just sitting on top of a mesa. And you're like, where did that shot come from? And then it's just him on top of a mesa, like putting his gun away and then riding off. Like something like that would have been like, yeah. perfect. Yeah. And then imagine that person being played by Lee Van Cleef. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking. Bring a cheer to my eye. <laughs> we need a Cleef. We need a Van Cleef. Yes. Uh, the, all right. So can we talk about the very 2006 slow motion CGI fight scene on the train? Yes. I was okay yes. with it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat so is not okay with it. <laughs> dated, so dated. Like it was cool, you know. They kind of had like Matrix vibes, except at least the Matrix yeah. when they did bullets, they were actually bullets and not, you know, unshot bullets. <laughs> like Someone were, didn't think this one through. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in the CGI department has never fired a gun before, so it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. This is fine, but like it. It just took me out of it. It was like because that was the only instance where there is like slow motion stuff and like weird stuff. At, le- at least in the Matrix, things got timey wimey multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. And in movies like uh, what's the one where they bend where they where they're bending the bullets? Wanted. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you know there there was like Whoo, slow motion repeatedly. And this one is like last five minutes. Let's get weird. Oh now now come on, Pat. You gotta admit, if they could have done that in the '60s and '70s, oh. every spaghetti yeah. would have that shit. All yeah. the time, though, they would have it all oh, the time. Oh, that's true. That's true. You know, and then the last one, it would be like all—I don't even know. It would be a crescendo, and then someone would ride off in the distance, and you know, <laughs> exactly. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. And it would be mm-hmm. Lee Van Cleef. And it would be Van Cleef off into the sunset after having CGI'd the fuck out of a gunfight. <laughs> But you're you're also right though. If you're gonna take the time to do the slow mo and let us see, like the bullet, you better yeah. get it right. Like, 
you could call literally anybody who works with guns and say, what is a bullet supposed to look like I coming mean, out of a gun? To be fair, right. I didn't notice because I know next to nothing about guns other than mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I will say, like, you know, and, and your mileage may vary for most people, probably goes over their head. But to me, it goes back to the knitting scene in mm-hmm. Wild Wild West where he's knitting chain mail. And I'm like, that is not how you would do yeah. any of that. <laughs> also, another callback to previous uh, comments we've had about other Westerns is at the beginning of the movie, Salma's going in for her first uh, bank robbery and she can't load the gun. So what does she do? Throws the bullets on the ground. No, you'll yeah. need those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm reminded of that scene. I, th- I forget what cartoon it was, but they have a, a, a henchman who, like, fires a gun at, at, at the, the heroes and then throws the gun. And the guy goes, I have more bullets, you know. You gotta stop doing that. Yeah, I know. It just looks so cool. Well, go get it. Well, it's the same thing in Tombstone in the, in the um, river fight where they keep throwing their guns away. It's like... You can, you They're can keep good. using that. No, that's not single use, buddy. The only time that has you have ever seen that in actual combat is like in the age of like gunpowder and like sail, because then the gun is also a club yeah. when you're done. <laughs> well, hey, I don't think people people need to understand that the ocean is filled with like so many tons of single-use guns <laughs> that people just casually discard into rivers. So, Man, you, you, <laughs> we you need to wanna, stop. You guys want to go down to the shore with a big magnet or something and just see what we can get? Yeah. Just lo- load ourselves up with flintlock pistols. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a pirate crew in no time. Hell Barring yeah. <laughs> the bullets, I did like that that fight scene. In fact, it is where my face comes from. Um, but it, but I I enjoyed I enjoyed the zoom on the faces. I enjoyed that it was like fast and then slow. I I was like, I'm like it started to be fun again. I just wanted it to be fun again. In so many westerns, we see that capitalism is the r- true villain. Here, it was the gold standard. Oh, because <gasps> that is the whole that is the plot oh we take the gold away all the paper money they stole not worth anything exactly that's that's why the gold standard is bullshit guys don't listen to a libertarian they don't know shit oh, yep. there was a part in that scene where uh tyler jackson was like uh uh, we'll take him across. Uh, we'll take him across the 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 border, and then we'll have him face justice, or something like that. And somebody said, uh, or we'll just hang him from a tree. That's what Tyler said, or, or yeah. I forget who said that. But it's like hanging someone without a fair trial isn't how we do it. It was their response, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh. So so lynch mobs were not a thing. Is that what we're <laughs> saying? They're like, we're just gonna not. All right, that's fine. That was my that was my only critique on that whole when the final plot where they're stealing the gold, and they're and they're making it worthless, like that whole <laughs> that whole exchange. I was like, all right, guys, you lost me again. A cool. New York banker and a yeah yeah I'm yeah. Like the New York banker is gonna be like, oh no, law and yeah, order. Yeah, I was kind of oh. like, really, sir? Oh. Really? Okay. Really? Oh. Really? I feel like you'd be like, wow, you got me a lot of free gold. This yeah. is great. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks for the just gold. Don't let me know. Just don't let me know the details. Like, you know? Yeah, don't right. tell me how you did it. Just deposit mm-hmm. that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Have I got some investment opportunities yes. for you? <laughs> I need to call up the senators I own and let them know mm-hmm. how great this is. The senators I own. Yeah, this is... Is this around the Gilded Age? Yeah. Like, is this, oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's... Talk about some face. He happens to be a sweet-looking dude. Well, I have one that I wrote down early on that still stands. Okay. What you got? The Gustavo stash. Gustavo has an incredible stash. And they just, like, zoom in on his face like, that's a good stash. It's, I think mm. it's uh, I think it's um, uh, Penelope Cruz's father's, like, oh, assistant. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my god, his stash is so perfecto. I absolutely fucking love it. So I wrote down, ooh, Gustavo, you brought the stash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my face. It's a good, solid facial hair. Like, no real expression, <coughs> but man, that's just a big face with a small mustache where it's like... Mm. <laughs> we love a good stash. A big face and a small mustache. Oh, dude, dude. It's a good combination. <laughs> Big face, mustache. Um, my yeah. face was Salma Hayek on the train when they one of the times they zoom in on her and she's like aiming. Um, and it's like all it's nice. like her face is just framed and she's like very intensely looking. I was like, yeah, I like it. Accidentally paused on that moment because I was like, oh, I need to like refresh my drink or something. This is getting exciting. And then I was like, that's my face, <laughs> right there. There she is. There. There she blows. Uh, I ha- I'll start off with my runner-up face, which was El Gubernador, the uh, was it? El Gobernador, the governor, because the- <laughs> he looked like he should be like on money, right? <laughs> yes, like just like like just like very very like very put together. General medals, as I yeah, call them. Like yeah, what whatever <laughs> a sash. What's that for? Yeah, first yeah. Pl- a, a one third place in the local uh, uh, mustache <laughs> contest. He I will sold, not let anyone forget. He sold a shit ton of Girl Scout yes, cookies. Yes, he did. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And uh, but my face truly has to go to Dwight Yoakam, who looked like the way a meal from a bad Waffle House feels. <laughs> oh come on, there ain't no bad Waffle House. You get All out right. of here. The way uh, you know, I would, I would, I would hasten to to disagree with you there, my, my friend Amy. <laughs> I've, I've I've made some mistakes at Waffle Houses. Now I only know this because I've had, I have had wins and triumphs at Waffle Houses as oh, well. Oh yeah, when a Waffle House is good, it's real good. But when it's bad, it's like oh, I, my feet are sticking yeah, to the when floor. It's, when well, it's bad, I, it's, I feel. It's- Dwight Yoakam as Taylor Jackson. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I feel like he was more like a Denny's at 2 a.m. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've the, been there. The saddest used car dealership you've ever driven past. Like, oh, Painted on beard. I, I, feel, I feel like I've been robbed just driving past this place. He was like... I had a 20 in... He was so in... <laughs> slimy looking. Like, I'm like... Oh, yeah. Like, Greasy. Oh. Like, you walk past that guy, you're going to be like, do I still have my watch? Where's my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> and then you slip on a grease mm-hmm. trail that he left. <laughs> exactly. Whoop. And that's mm-hmm. when he takes your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a plan. And a painted on stash. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
wretched. What was your face, Amy? Uh, I gave it to uh, Selma Hayek um, when she was waiting outside of uh, the funeral for Mm. her father. Mm. Like, she just had this... It was, to me, a perfect Western hard stare. And they kind of went in on her face, and you're just like, she's going to do some shit. This is going to get good. <laughs> Time for kill some dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was the perfect, like, yeah, like, I got to kill the man that killed, what killed my yep. paw. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, Time that was some, my face. Time for some dude shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I talk about the costume? Please. Oh, I would love for you to talk because I, I, okay. oh, yeah. I have so many so, conflicting. I need your opinions on these hats as well. Are we are mm. we starting at the top with the hats and working our way down to the shoes? The hats, I wasn't that upset about because they were lady hats. I kind of like that they kept Salma Hayek in the sort of like fashionable riding hat thing. I liked that. Um, I don't know. What did you all think of the hats? I loved a lot of the hats. I was a little weirded out by the kind of like skeleton okay, hats. Okay, so I'm going to talk about those costumes in a minute. <laughs> I do want to talk. Right. I did like Salma Hayek's second hat towards the end when she becomes like, because she evolves. Like she goes from, mm-hmm. she's wearing like riding costumes. And then at the end, she's um, in like full cowboy and she's got that great embroidered hat i was like that Mm. i want that hat i like that hat that's a good hat and i was wondering about those riding hats that uh uh selma hayek was like an english lady's riding habit hat and or those like they look to me they look too small but were those proper yeah like for a for a woman like like whenever you look at like women's um regency riding hats that's kind of it's that Mm. like shorter rounded up brim almost like a top hat Mm. the corsets over the chemises again that to me was like oh that's 2006 i was about to say it didn't look to me like the corsets at some points were doing anything no Certainly not for Penelope Cruz, um, who Hey-oh! who was hey. basically running around in her underwear the whole time. Like, why do you, why are you wearing that over your like that is clearly a um, like her first outfit. Like that's clearly your corset over top of your um, like shift, and you've also got like your underskirt. Like, do you own any any other? like clothes to go on top of your your ascent she's essentially running around in her underwear I, th- I think the costumes at some point were done by whoever d- designs uh romance novel covers yes oh yeah um but once they get into like their banditas outfits like penelope cruz looks great i love that it's like she somehow brought her whole closet with her yes and and everything matches yeah. sure. <laughs> um i loved that the one Thing that bugged the shit out of me because I hate this trope is when they have that final makeup before they're going to go rob the train and they have the heart to heart in the church and they become besties again and she says to her like it's like her it's like Selma Hayek's character fully embracing being the bandita 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, and cut this corset off of me. You know, it's like crushing my heart. And I want to be like, A, this has not come up at all through the movie. B, that's basically your bra. That's your yeah. bra. Like, so you're you're going to go into battle with the girls flapping all over the place. Not comfortable. Um, like, that's not, not, not a great idea. That's not how this works. That's your bra. Um because bras, guess what? Not invented yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. like, there goes all of your back support. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, maybe don't go in wearing a whalebone corset, but, but like, certainly, I don't know. Don't you can't lady- be running around without any kind of lady management. Right? <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. And I also, so that, like, really bugged me because it was, again, this idea of the corset being treated as a thing to make women sexy rather than a woman's supportive undergarment, mm-hmm. which is what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Victorians took it to the extreme, but the Victorians ruin everything. Except you know. plumbing. Except plumbing. <laughs> Can I ask you about, there is that scene in the caves where the, the, the parishioners, the people from the town had retreated to the caves and in the background, there are all these really interesting, like, I thought those, the folk costumes, the people in the in the community, those were, I thought, were pretty interesting. Yeah. Do you know if they're accurate? That I don't know. I don't know yeah. if they're accurate. But they, they looked, I mean, I would hope they would be, particularly since I think Penelope Cruz is actually Mexican, I want to say. I don't think Selma Hayek is. I, I kind of I was hoping it was like I and I didn't do any searching about it, but nope. I really liked the look of those, like big, huge, wide, yeah. you know, like kind of sun hats. They're sun hats. Yeah, I am and incorrect. It makes sense. Penelope Cruz is Spanish. She is not Mexican. Selma Hayek was born in Mexico. Oh, okay. So ah. I had them backwards. There we go. Yep. Um, I would actually have loved to have seen Penelope Cruz's character in those kinds of outfits. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like real rural shit. That would have made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. um, And it did it bother anybody else that her father, like they did, they couldn't wash his shirt after he got shot. You, just so you don't forget that that's her dad. <laughs> that's how they like, mark him out. Like it's her dad, and he just walks around in the bloodiest of shirts. Like you can wash that. Like I'll, you I'm, have I'm, water. I'm just gonna tell you right now. I I caught myself cooking the other day, and it bled a little, and. Uh, you know, as a lesson to myself, I keep my shirt completely filthy and bloodstained. As a mark and, of uh, your shame? As, as a mark of shame and to identify myself to other people as someone who has bled. <laughs> yep. So, uh... <laughs> so there's precedent. There's precedent. What I'm saying is, yes, I'm president. Um, but the brothel outfits. <laughs> so when they first appeared, I was not upset. Hmm. Because I was like, this makes sense for what they're doing they're over the top they're over yes. the top i love that they had the little beaded glasses i love i kind of love the weird beaded see-through hats that were just wire hats yeah because it comes back she's wearing the same hat when she's dressed up as the bride yeah. Yeah. yeah so i love that they're like oh we kind of kept these costumes and kept using them um also if anyone hears that cry in the background that's my cat <laughs> begging to be let into the room but no you can't come in um but the but like i was all about i was like this looks great they weren't too like boobular you know Mm -hmm. um i enjoy that (laughs) you're welcome totally boobular (laughs) 
That's a costume corner term right there. Yeah, it is. That's a technical term. Authentic. <laughs> um, but I don't know. What did you guys think of those? Hot I... pink. <laughs> yeah, there's that. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, hot pink, huh? That was around then? All right. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the the brothel outfit was the one I think those stood out the most as being so over the top. And at first I was like, I, you know, and I know we've we've talked about that scene already, but I really kind of liked how they look ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. it's so over the top. And I love that when they walk in and Quentin is like, not affected. He's like, yeah. please leave. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, to me, because it's like they spent this time to get these outfits. They're ridiculous, over the top, sequined, crazy. And he's kind of like, um, uh, bye. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> yeah, which is like totally kind of deflates what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that that scene would have been way better if he'd have just slammed the door on him. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they come back at night in their bandita outfits and kidnap him. That yeah. I fixed it again. Yeah, yes. done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it 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 made sense that they were in those outfits until the rest of that scene happened, and then I was like, oh, you only put them in these outfits to make them sexy. So therefore, now I no longer li- I can no longer enjoy the ridiculousness of this of mm-hmm. these and it, you made it not fun anymore. yeah you made it not fun <laughs> yeah it was fun until you made it weird mm-hmm. how about a coot after all he's not a bad old Aww. i couldn't find a coot did anyone have a coot the- I, I had i had quentin down but really he's just a dork yeah yeah he's a nerd I, you know i had a i had a, a different flavor kook heretofore i don't think we've seen Ooh. Uh-huh. and i'm i'm calling buck the coot because he's the he's the he's the veteran pro who's not getting his hands dirty i've already done all this and he was kind of cootie in that way and made him do like ridiculous things i um i'm kind i'm on board with you pat because what he had them do like the things he was having them do for the training montage were definitely things a coot would have you do. Like, some of them were, like, normal. Mm-hmm. But then, like, hey, hang from this bridge until you die and do push-ups in the river. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, also, just a question for the swimmers in the group. Uh, how how smart is it to, uh, when diving from a very high height into a river, a full a swollen river full of rocks and, and assuming debris, how smart is it to do a full like pike flip into a into a dive i'm gonna tell you it's not oh yeah uh 100 cool. they would both be dead understood yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. just making that sure, height that was a great height yeah <laughs> you, you and wanted... especially because you... uh uh you know um penelope cruz's character was like i can't swim that river was moving mighty fast i'm like oh she is so dead Right. Her head is getting smashed against a rock. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why are you diving head first R- no. into a river which depth you do not know? There it is. There it is. I My survival instincts were kicking in. I'm like, that's that's not how you do that. that- but they had to do the fancy flip because it's like she's a fancy lady. She's mm-hmm. been to fancy lady school. Fancy, yep. In fancy lady schools, they make you dive from a high heights by 
touching your toes and flipping first. Mm-hmm. And then exactly. they rolled credits. Yeah, roll credits. Because they died. <laughs> yeah, the end. What? And then you just see Mr. Buck like, well, there goes another. <laughs> it's the Dark Souls screen that says you died. <laughs> see, yet more proof that Buck is the coot. So dangerously inept at times to counterpoint i think buck was too aware and he was not afraid of women also he was far too competent with a gun which Mm -hmm. is unusual in coots but that that comes from being a veteran bank robber i would say see i think i think mr buck he is well on his way to becoming that old wise coot in the mountains yeah, but he's not quite there yet. You can see the signs. You can Speaking see that. That's why I give him the coot label because there's that, that like the, the 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 skeletal framework is there for cootdom. So the next, the now that I'm thinking about it, you know who I think is a coot, the guy that gives them the keys to I think. Oh it's the, yeah. When he's when they're like he's the guy he's like helping to to he put them the, the floor in in the bank right. He's helping put the floor in and they're, you know, he comes and he tells them like, this is the layout of the floor, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then they're like, well, how are we even going to get into the safe? And he just goes, you use the key. And he just holds up the keys. Yeah. Like the janitor's ring of keys. Yeah. I sort of felt like he was a bit of a coot. And I would also argue that the governor of, of Mexico was a coot. Because he was, who who in their right mind goes, yes, person from another country, take all of the gold. That from my country. From my country. Will... That is the basis for my country's currency and just take it into your country. Uh, Mel, you're clearly not familiar with the fate of some dictators. <sighs> There's two fates for many dictators. One is uh, your. <laughs> brutally and bloodily overthrown the other one is you escape with a suitcase full of cash but like, this is the latter but like he wasn't doing that that yeah, was, he was the like, thing he yeah. was like yeah you're gonna keep it safe for me what do you mean you're throwing me off the train like right. he had no concept that this was a bad idea he well was... he thought it was all done he was like alright the money's gonna get deposited and when shit goes to hell I'm just gonna scoot over the border Hmm. Interest. This is an interesting coot debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No clear. No clear coot. I'd say. I don't think it was that difficult to find a good saloon in this one. Yes. I think we had two. In my opinion, there were two places of which to imbibe. Mm-hmm. One was uh, the hotel. But I kind of blocked that from my memory. It just kind of was like dark, weathered wood. And I was like, uh, Again, uh. until we went upstairs, having a great time. But I will tell you, but I will tell you exactly <laughs> where uh, I am but. going to go and drink and invite you three is uh, the banker's private rail car. Ooh. Again, We're gonna it's, get... it's our magic rail car. <laughs> it's our magic. It's, it's Lee Van Cleef's magic rail car. It's bigger on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's a ne- solid. That's a solid drinking drinking spot. Now departing New Orleans, Louisiana. Next stop, Paris. <laughs> we don't know how. We don't know why. <laughs> it's magic. It's it's next it's, stop, 
Paris, France. Mm-hmm. What is this, a magic school bus? <laughs> <laughs> it was so pretty on the inside. Just everything you like about the Victorian era, it's it's that in a rail car. It's like lush, dark green, velvet mm-hmm. curtains, big windows with like the frosted curlicues around it, uh, various decanters filled with brown liquor. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Brown. Fine establishment. I would the, I would go there. See, I kind of want a little bit more. I want an exit strategy for my drinking. Because mm-hmm. I know that, you know, you drink too much, you get rowdy, and you're going to want to walk home, right? Mm-hmm. So I would go with the saloon where we see Tyler Jackson receiving bad news and flipping a table. Oh uh, yeah, Tequila Leone. I f- yeah, yeah. Nice. I was, was too on upset the by wall behind him, and it was green walls and like felt green tablecloths, and plus some scumbag flipped a table in the middle of bar service. So that to me is like ah, there's a hint of danger in this bar. I would like to go here. So I would like to go there. Play cards. I, I, I want to go there and watch people playing cards and just sip on my uh, sip on my whiskey. You know, mm. like that's that's where I want to go is Tequila Leon. You can get a picture nice. of Margs while you're at it. Hey, Hell yeah. Amy, what, what, do you got a saloon you like? I uh, I did like the train. I'm a sucker for a well-appointed train because then I can drink. And then when I'm done drinking, I'm somewhere else, which is exciting. <laughs> Ooh, exciting and different. Yes. Oh, I just thought of one more place I would enjoy having a, having a glass or two. Um. The library slash study oh. at uh, Salma Hayek's Hacienda. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Hacienda Windows nice. open, that beautiful garden in the courtyard, fine wine. I'd drink mm-hmm. a port there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. You know, I, I think maybe if we wanted to go into more detail with some of these saloons, we could, we could uh, customize our drink orders and then... As like a podcast extra, we can have uh, a cocktail menu. That would ah. be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Put that up on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We could do that. If you haven't so. followed us on Instagram, it's at what? Cowpunchers Cow Pod. Yes. So mm. check it out. Follow we the have... pod on the gram. Yeah. Who doesn't love the gram? All the cool kids are doing it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Instagram... Uh, what's everybody's postcard moment? Sad house, uh, sad Salma under the tree. Oh, that was it's, sad. It's just this barren landscape, and she's underneath a tree, and the horse also looks sad. The horse, the horse, be sad. And was their dog just, too? Oh god, probably. the dog! The Where's dog that? was a coot. What happened the to the dog? The dog was a coot. The dog was the coot. Stinky. <laughs> oh, damn. We had like a dog lightning too, bolt moments, Stu. You, That's what I call my dog. You stinky. <laughs> you reminded me of the dog. The dog was a coot. After all, he's not a bad old coot. <laughs> dog coot. Thank Undeniable. You. Coot recovered with That's... thank you coming in clutch. My postcard was at the end. I loved them riding off into the sunset. Classic. I was like, this is great. Like, the, the, that little last joking conversation had the energy of the beginning. 
and mm-hmm. them and Penelope Cruz just being like, "Do they have banks in Europe?" <laughs> and yeah. it's like, "Yeah, okay, I can yeah. totally yes, I would follow you two over in Europe mm-hmm. robbing banks. That sounds like fun." So, but, oh, good. I was gonna say, but the soft light on that and the yeah. sun, and it was like quintessential western. Yeah, it reminded me of a uh, um, uh, Billy. Uh, Oh, who was it in the Sundance Kid? Uh, Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy. The thank you. My postcard <clears throat> is the scene where they. I think it's right after they completed their training with Butch. And wait, Butch Buck. After uh, the the our two uh, our two banditas have completed their training with Buck, uh, they're on their horses and they're riding across that bluff, and we get that dynamic. Uh, helicopter shot of mm. them riding through the landscape. That to me, I, I, I just like, oh, here we are. Mm-hmm. It's like perfectly lit, perfectly saturated. That warm light, exactly how it's like, mm, mwah, exactly what you want to see in a western. And they're just like full tilt, like on yeah. their horses, like yeah, get it, purpose. Nice. Love it. That to me. And then they pan out, and you see the beautiful landscape. And it's like, yeah, that's the one. Mine was when Selma Hayek was, um, I think it was right after they'd gotten Quentin on the team, and they're kind of like, what are we going to do? What's the plan going to be? And she kind of sits down, you see the back of her, and she's overlooking what looks like the Grand Canyon. It's like one of the most beautiful landscapes I've ever seen, and it's covered in green, and she's just like, part of me's like, that would probably be enough to make me a little bit less upset <laughs> for at least a second. Um, but I just thought that shot was beautiful. And like, she's just, I'm like, I could sit there for a whole afternoon. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the one beautiful. It, it's that, that was a close run out for mine. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Beautiful. Again, they had so many, they had so much going for this movie. Mm-hmm. This this had the soul of a spaghetti western, mm-hmm. and then it was like they slapped an early aughts like bucket on its head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was this movie wearing a bucket hat? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Oh yeah, and it was wearing chucks. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. It, it was. That was like cargo shorts. That just made me so. It was frustrating. Because it was yeah. it was so fun, and mm-hmm. until it wasn't, and then mm-hmm. it was trying to get back from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's like the movie realized, oh shit, I touched a nerve, didn't I? Oh fuck. Uh, so, how do we feel about this movie overall? Okay. Up until the scene that we've all talked about that we don't like, I would have given this like four stars. I yeah. was having fun. I loved the pace. Overall, the pacing of the movie was great. The plot was great. Um, as soon as that scene happened, I have to drop it to a two or a three. Like, yeah. it's yeah. that, that, ju- like, I, I cannot in good conscience give it. This is still not the Western. Selma Hayek deserves. Right. And now they had to add Penelope Cruz, who is also an amazing actress. Like, it's almost like the movie didn't trust them 
to carry the movie. Hundred percent. That's it. That's what feels so wrong. You just hit the nail directly on the head. The the first half of this movie was was it's great. It was strong. And then I feel like some ad executive would be like, "We need more tits in this movie." Am I right, guys? Right. Have them like like it's the old west, right? Make them like some like old west prostitutes. It'll be great. <laughs> Somebody walked into the costume department and be like, "It's in the past, right?" Boobs. Give me more boobs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I need more coke. Right. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Gross. yeah. It's like it it didn't trust that the relationship, like the just friendship between two women is enough of a like interesting relationship to watch on screen. Yeah. Yeah, I would give the western movie that this is uh like four and a half out of five, right? And all the like mid aughts movie bits like zero out of five like pissed me off actively doing harm to society mm-hmm. yeah you yeah know, that, that, that's a number of elements of this you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's yeah. it, 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 not the least of which being you know the rape yeah yeah you know sexual assault whatever you know yeah it, it's it is not it so cut those parts out inject a van cleef I'd be happy with this movie. It would be the mm-hmm. best movie ever. Yeah, because to me, like, the parts that were good were great. <laughs> and I feel like if if folks haven't watched this, like, if you're just listening to this and you haven't watched it, I think if you go into it knowing to ignore certain things, you'll probably enjoy it a lot more. I was about to say, can we? Can you get your husband on this? Can you the Andy I, cut? We can. Yeah, we can Andy cut the shit out of this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, you, you see, you see Quentin's butt appear fast forward, like 10 minutes. Yeah. Every time when you see uh, Penelope Cruz in the wedding dress, fast forward five minutes. When you see Selma Hayek dressed up as a widow, fast forward five minutes. You'll have a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's not that, yeah, it's maybe, maybe 15 minutes of movie that you cut out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's and that was either it wasn't a long movie. It didn't. No. It, oh, so right. frustrating. It was, it was great. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And it could have been a romp. And I I I would have recommended people to watch it, but I cannot. Yeah. Yep. Agree. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. To me, it's like uh, I'm like trying to compare it to Wild Wild West. Is it less offensive? Is it more offensive? I would say. I don't know that I can say. I would say less offensive than Wild Wild West because, I mean, like, I feel like in Wild Wild West, it was, like, the things that are wrong with this movie, they did multiple times. And then they also doubled down on racism and homophobia. Like, that's true. Yeah, yeah. they like, went pretty hard on that yeah, in a like while. They, I forgot about that. And it had a Kevin, Kenneth Branagh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> automatic minus one star. Um, yeah. When Kenneth Branagh is the least offensive thing in a movie, um, and and Kevin Klein is checked out. Oh God. Um, yeah, I Wild Wild West had a had a ter- had, like the plot also made was terrible. Yeah, um, this at least had like I could follow what was going on and it made some sense. But in a way, then I then go back to. That upsets me more because it was a good plot and they were good characters that 
then get ruined by that scene. Yeah, I think it, it's like a good case study of like see the energy of this movie and then like how you can just stop it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like it's like what did what went wrong here? <laughs> you, know? yeah. you can be like that that right, right there. there. Right. right there. But yeah. other than that, like, I would love to see them in another West. Like, I yes. want to see a Lady Zorro with yeah. one of these two. Mm-hmm. Both of them, maybe. I don't um, know. I would just love to see, I would, again, I, when I saw Salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz in a movie together, I was like, oh, that, they're, that's going to be great. They're, they're, they're great. They're two great actresses. And it's wasted. So wasted. you heard it here first, listeners. Uh, this is Mel's fault. It is my fault. I did suggest this movie. I did see it. It came up. I went, ooh, I, 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 have, I have hope for a good Selma Hayek Western movie because, gosh darn it, she is amazing and she deserves to be in a good Western. So thank you, 2006. You screwed it up. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Awesome. Unfortunately. So uh, if any of our listeners out there know of a good Western that Salma Hayek is in, please, please tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. And I want to do a quick shout out to our follower on uh, Instagram, Clint Eastwood, 1834. Thank you for continually commenting and liking and uh Mostly commenting the fire emojis. We appreciate you. We are truly lit. Yeah. You are appreciated. Yeah. We we too stand the Lee Van Cleef. Oh, 100%. And the Clint Eastwood. As you heard, follow, please follow us at Cowpunchers Pod on Instagram. You can you can email us at cowpunchersshow at gmail.com. And most importantly, I want to thank you all for listening. I am, as always, the deputy Stu Kaufman. I'm still happy that there was a banjo in this movie. I'm Amy McLeod. Uh, and I uh, wrote the original... Um, oh, fuck. I fucked it up. Hold on. <laughs> uh, fuck. God damn it. Hold on. <laughs> Keep it. We'll get, the, we'll get the folks down in Skunk Works to uh, sweeten <laughs> this one up. Because uh, that's what I do here at Cow Puncher's Inc. My name is Pat Jarrett. That is not how corsets work. My name is Melissa Hoggins. Y'all watch yourselves out out there on the trail. Yeah. From two thousand from fuck ass cockballs. Everybody butts. <laughs> <laughs>